Welcome to our post-show podcast of Black Republican, Black Democrat. I'm your co-host and homeboy, Jamar Nelson. I'm Patwin Lawrence. And I'm enunciating, Pat. You're enunciating. I didn't mess it up this <laughs> go-around. Man, we had a wonderful show. We did. You know what, Pat? I can't say enough how... Uh, first of all, let's thank our, our great producer, yes. Stan, who hangs in there with thank us. Thank you, Stan. everything fantastic with us, man. Uh, the month of May is just going to be yes. jam-packed yes. of great guests. And we started off, even through though we're June. not in May, yeah. Yeah, actually yeah. through June, that's yeah, right. June. We started off today with Edward McDonald. Yeah. And when you told me about him, I heard you. And then that nice picture that we put, we got a nice picture of you, too, on our Facebook. That's like, you you should be singing. Uh, that was at the council. That was in the Was it? Yeah, I mean, council, yeah. you were clean, too, man. You should be singing like. Whispers. Yeah, exactly. Like Scotty from the Whispers. <laughs> Patwin doesn't know who that is. So. No, actually, I don't. Okay, okay they're okay. twins. All right, never mind. Okay. So it was pretty clean. <laughs> and so when he told me about you, though, um, I was like, oh, okay, good. Yeah, good. <laughs> but, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, I'll meet somebody new. Okay. You know. Um, but uh, so uh, the the to have him here in, uh, in studio is uh, totally different, you know, and then to get those real hard facts and data. Uh, man, it was it, it was yeah. mind blowing. Yeah, and, mind and, and data matters because when you have calls like Don, you know that's the general mindset of not only a lot of whites but also a lot of blacks and Latinos and other people. You hear this a lot from a lot of immigrants too, African immigrants. I've heard this from, and also from Latino immigrants, where they say, "Well, black people just don't apply themselves. They don't know how to work together. They don't know how to do this and that." Well, first of all, what are you doing in my country that my ancestors <laughs> built, trying to tell me what we aren't and aren't doing? We've done a lot. When you look at our history, and it's just that when we tried building after slavery, we were really advancing. We actually, as a people, advanced faster than most other groups in human history. Just the position we were in then and what we came out of, we were building our own towns, our own education centers, our businesses. But unfortunately, we didn't have the protection of law. And so when people wanted to come and snatch it away from us, when they wanted to burn it down, when they wanted to kill our people, and a lot of those lynchings, you know, that lynching museum just, you know, recently opened up. A lot of the lynchings weren't for like whistling at a white woman, which a lot of those, you know, were false and, and trumped up. But a lot of them were from business owners and people who were demanding from, you know, white customers their pay. Because a lot of times, you know, the whites say, well, you're black. I don't have to, you know, pay you. And so then, you know, the business owner said, well, no, this is the lot you need to pay me. Oh, you're being uppity. And then the crowd gets you. And then next thing you know, <laughs> well, you're hanging well, from a tree. The yeah, same. Yeah, the, sure. You know, you have to look at what that gentleman was saying as a tactic. And, you know, what you were explaining was under Jim Crow, mm -hmm. uh, tactical front against um, keeping things uh, unequal mm -hmm. uh, or access to opportunity. Yes. Yep. Now it's James Crow Jr. Esquire. He can't oh, yes. be as tactical yeah. as Jim Crow was, his mm -hmm. dad. So he comes in and he gets into the the discussion and say, well, they're just not qualified. Mm -hmm. no, nothing to back that up other That's than right. his own experience. Mm -hmm. And that is a tactical way of of, of trying to preserve, uh, in the case of this conversation, mm -hmm. them taking advantage of $300 million that can go to them and not to yes. who, who is supposed to. That's right. And so That's this right. is one way of doing that. So, and then they look and say, oh, look, you're doing so bad. What's wrong with you? Oh, you must have a low IQ. You must not be able <laughs> doing this or that. And when it's we're not getting our fair share to be able to do those things that we need to do. And then we end up being servants to other communities instead of building up our own. Exactly. And that $300 million circulating in our community through our business enterprises would be the key, a key, mm -hmm. a crucial key, key component yeah. to eradicating disparities yes. and 
building more opportunity. That's right. For young folks to come. You mm -hmm. know, those businesses get that opportunity. They expand. They grow. Mm -hmm. They employ more uh, from our community, and it's done. So, you know, I, I you know I ended the 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 broadcast by talking about um, you know a narrowly tailored race conscious program. Yeah. You know, limited dur uh, duration mm -hmm. uh, to remedy the statistical disparities that have uh, been identified in three major disparity studies funded by the state of Minnesota. Mason Tillman, MGT America, and the most latest one, mm -hmm. 2 and 18, Keen Independent Research. So all those studies, they funded, the state funded. State funded. And got the in. recommendations. And so they're the not even acting on their own studies they're not they're not acting on them they're hiding them you would think this legislative session led by the folks who were most impacted by the results of those studies there would have been at least public hearings on them mm -hmm. and said you know what let's bring this before the legislative leadership and say what do we do how do we mm -hmm. react to this should we adopt these recommendations so we can move beyond mm -hmm. you know this stuff dripping off people's lips yeah. about equity and justice yeah. and disparities and get to some substantive mm -hmm. type of change that mm -hmm. would, uh, you know, play itself out. Yeah. The more we allow this stuff to happen, mm -hmm. the worse it becomes for our community. No yeah. doubt. Not just the white community, but yes. the black community itself. Yes. And you have to demand that we're investing in the system. We should get our fair share. That's right. Yep. And, um, and that's the only fair thing. So that uh, race-conscious approach is the next step. It has mm -hmm. to be there. Why? Because for 30 years, the race-neutral approach that the state has adopted has mm -hmm. not worked. Mm -hmm. yeah, obviously. Yeah. And the Supreme Court under Croson, um, uh, City of Richmond, Virginia versus J.A. Croson, mm -hmm. uh, 1989, which Supreme was Court? yeah, it was a Supreme Court decision, mm -hmm. which outlawed set-asides and quotas, okay? But inside of that decision, it said if you can conduct a sound disparity study with uh, methodologies that can be scrutinized by the court mm -hmm. and is sound and it come back and show that there are egregious disparities occurring, mm -hmm. we can allow you to do a narrowly tailored, moderate race conscious program of limited dur uh, duration in order to catch up mm -hmm. for the lost opportunities for those affected by the disparities. And that's what should be, be demanded right now in the state of Minnesota. Mm -hmm. We're yeah. going to yeah. do it. Now, we have some successful companies out there, Thor Construction, mm -hmm. other ones that are Yeah, Thor's doing a bigger campus right over north on uh, mm -hmm. Plymouth. Very good. Yep. They're doing some really, really good things. But where we fall short is because we're losing this opportunity over the last 30 years, we are losing the capacity for prime contractors versus subcontractors. Mm -hmm. And we basically um, have very few Mm -hmm. uh, we're losing prime contractors. Those are folks that can be out and actually lead a job yeah. and have to be relegated. Like Mortensen. To, like Mortensen. Okay. Right. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So that has everything. You go downtown, it's like Mortensen, Mortensen. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and you know, they've tutored or um, uh, partnered Thor. with uh, Thor yeah. on a number of different things, all the major stadiums. But why can't Thor lead our other organizations? And they, they don't do. get the experience. Uh, okay. They do. They do. Okay. In fact, that's been pretty much the pathway for most of our small minority firms mm -hmm. have been through the opportunities that Thor has gotten on all the major stadiums. Okay. They will Good. bring them in to Good. build capacity. Good. And because they've been doing that mm -hmm. over the last 20 or so years, you find some that have significant capacity to be able to be prime, mm. but the state is locking them out or they just don't have enough capacity to compete against 
the big boys okay. when it comes to bidding projects. Yes. Yeah. So um, that one is a critical one to me mm -hmm. is that before the session ends, mm -hmm. um, the state should. Now, let me just point out something. This is a workable solution because mm -hmm. in 2014, when we raised this issue at the council, yeah. they got upset at us, mm -hmm. but they turned to the Asian community mm -hmm. and because the Asian community basically was not getting any contracts at all. And this, the, for the first time in the history of the state, they said, you know what? We're going to do a race-conscious approach but we're going to focus on the Asian community. Mm -hmm. So in 2004, they did it with the Asian community. They reported mm -hmm. in 2005, they went from zero contracting opportunities mm -hmm. up to 10 million. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. in this year, it's reported they've done 16 million. Wow. With, through a race conscious approach. Mm -hmm. And ours um, in the black community Just have a, pretty a much million. stayed the same, yeah. right? A million. Yeah. So wow. if they applied a race conscious approach to our community, mm -hmm. and we have more certified businesses than mm -hmm. the Asian community do, so there's a lot more people to um, to do it. The percentage of utilization would have to be higher as well. Mm -hmm. And I think it's the key to basically moving us away from uh, the disparity. So there, it seems to me they're trying to build this whole model uh, model minority type thing with the Asian community, <laughs> which is which is false, because not only are there different Asian communities, there's Japanese, Chinese, you know, different, you know, uh, nationalities and ethnicities. But also they have home countries that are backing them up that the country and the state might want to build good relations with. So they're going to give them more opportunity when you have native blacks that have been here from the beginning, you know, we're 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 on the, we're on the outs, and we don't have a home country except for this one to you know come and say, hey, what opportunities are you getting? How are you supporting you know our people? You're right. You know the Asian Pacific Trade Pact that mm -hmm. was just well Obama yeah. was the one that led to establish that. Trump kind of pulled back a little bit, mm -hmm. but now he wants to renegotiate. Yeah, you know having the large Southeast Asian mm -hmm. Asian population that Minnesota does, yes, mm -hmm. that does give them a pathway back to those communities yep. to do, um, you know, a better trade, yep. uh, become a leader. Yeah, uh, within yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. So they got people to go over and lead the way for companies here to really uh, infuse that market. But you know, when we were together at the council, when we were um, looking at, uh, you know, having a revamping of our enabling legislation we talked about with Africa absolutely doing trade uh, missions there and then building partnerships because that's a way of employment and that's resources right. that's but right is, is, is some of this incumbent obviously on our legislators and us well, it all, to make sure it, yes. that it's getting done so oh, yes, as a solution yeah. I and mean, we were talking about it on air mm -hmm. what is something that we could do I mean I know we said maybe uh, considering a class action lawsuit but how now can we do that with good merit and standings that this doesn't just get thrown away? I mean, or do we have to attract attention of Jeff Sessions or, you know, the federal people to make them come in to now start monitoring or take over mm -hmm. that budget and that, that type of the, that particular office? Or, so how do we go about it? Justin could call in the the federal government. Well, I, 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 I think you I think you you uh, there's enough data to basically say, hey, this isn't work out. You call in the Justice Department yes. and yeah. say. Hey, look, you know, NACP could do that, mm -hmm. but they tend to not to because they're pretty well wedded to party politics. Yeah, maybe so they don't want to do that. Maybe Leslie. Leslie. Yeah. That's right. Leslie. Yeah. Uh, well, we Leslie, had Leslie on. Leslie from um, 
Badu, Leslie Badu. Is she the new one? Yeah, she's yeah. 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 yeah, but she would have to get approval from the from state the, council yeah, yeah, and then yeah, national yeah, before yeah, she yeah, can that's, do that's it. True, yeah. So, it, it, you know, it's, it's and hard. And we tried that. <laughs> <laughs> and we yeah, tried that. But, you know, back to your point where we advance the issue around how do we, how do, how can we as a black community establish better trade relations with the continent of Africa? Mm-hmm. And we have put in an expansion of the council to allow us capacity mm-hmm. to work with the state trade department yes. to do that. Yes. Tap into that rich, diverse African heritage that's right. community that's mm-hmm. here mm-hmm. in uh, Minnesota and, and do that. 23 nations here in yep. Minnesota representing 25 percent of our population, the black mm-hmm. population mm-hmm. in the state. And we thought, wow, this is a great opportunity for us to yep. get our brothers from Cameroon, uh, mm-hmm. from Liberia, from mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Somalia. And they're very entrepreneurial. And they're very right. entrepreneurial. Yes. And yep. they were interested, too. I, I sent you an article last night that was in the spokesman recorder. I mm-hmm. want you to read that all the way through. What It says, what is the state of the council? What will happen to the councils mm-hmm. or something like that headline? In there, the person who authored the legislation to reform us mm-hmm. used the example of us wanting to lead the way on building stronger trade relations with the African continent mm-hmm. as one of the reasons why she wanted oh, to pass the legislation. Oh, you know, she said that. She actually, that was um, uh, Representative Lang. She actually said that. I actually heard her say that, that we don't need to have build trade relations. You don't need to do that. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, one of the most resourceful. She's somebody that has to go with The well, most resource-rich country yeah. On the yep. you know, on the planet, yes, and uh, we have access to, but we shouldn't be uh, creating a path because that's looking to... at a solution instead of going to whites all the time and utilizing their resources. We're saying, hey, let's build connections with the homeland, the motherland, and facilitate to help bring resources to our communities. Who would be against that? Well, well, apparently, yeah, we know. <laughs> well, apparently the person that restructured the council. Yeah, is, we yeah. know who would yeah. be against it. So, man, again, Edward, you got to come back on, man. We will Edward. win. We will win. Yes. Well, yeah. We thought we were going to overcome, too. Well, we, we were did. Stuck, but we still we got a black man president. We went to Wakanda. Oh, Wakanda, yeah. I, I, I always tell people this. You know, um, 500 years ago, there wasn't even a thought of a black president. That's right. Our leader. That's right. Yeah. And That's we, right. Got, we got one there, yeah, one right? Yeah, yeah. So it holds and out. And this is going to be a Democratic woman. I tell okay. you. And we won't have Russia's help either. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Jamar Nelson. And I'm Pat McDonald. Pat McDonald. That's Pat Lawrence. Edward McDonald has been our guest this week. Thanks for joining us on the Post Show Podcast. Appreciate you. Bye. Bye.